you guys rejoice. The lovely and incredibly talented Miss Becca Stone has returned for this episode of Not Your Mother's Podcast. I'm excited to share this with you because I do consider myself a bit of an entrepreneur. She's absolutely an entrepreneur. She's a kick-ass single mom. And um, this is an episode that I think is going to help just a broad spectrum of so many of us. So whether you're looking for that motivation to get out of bed on Monday morning, that motivation to start your own business, or that motivation to continue the business you've already started that's driving you crazy, (laughs) I guarantee you this episode holds something for you. We also talk about just a little bit of uh, uh, mishmash in between, whether it's online dating or being a single parent or just finding success in your day-to-day life. This episode is going to help you with all those aspects. So, as always, thank you so much for checking it out. I appreciate your feedback. Please leave it at your own free will. And enjoy this episode with the incredible Miss Becca Stone of Not Your Mother's Podcast. My name's Stuart. This is my friend Becca. And this is the Not Your Mother's Podcast. We're going to toast. Cheers. You don't have to take a sip if you don't want uh-huh. to. It's all good. So, I always like to start the podcast with telling listeners how we first met. Okay. And I think that's very interesting between me and you because mm-hmm. um, this podcast, every time, and I've said this before, every episode that airs, there's always like a first on every episode because this is such a brand new podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, so, we'll get into how we met in a second. I do want to address everyone first and let you guys know, or obviously you can already see this is a new space. Uh, me and Chloe recently relocated. And so I'm actually going to be playing with a few different areas to film the podcast. So if you look at this setup and you say, because actually I'm looking at it right now, it actually looks crooked, which is great. So if you say, it looks crooked, it's terrible, I hate your movie posters, uh, whatever. It would be fun me... if they voted on it. Like, yeah, exactly. It like exactly. So feel free to um, shoot me a message or leave a comment and tell me how much you hate it or love it. That'd be great. I love feedback of any kind. So, um, this is a new space. I don't know, probably the next episode or, you know, we're going to be mixing them up, but at some point it'll be at a different spot, different location in uh, our new space, but I hope you guys enjoy it. And you're going to love this podcast. It's going to be amazing. So, me and Becca met. Um, We didn't meet in person the first time. We met, I want to say it was via Instagram, am I correct? Mm -hmm. So, Mm -hmm. I had gone to the Startup Grind event. Santa Monica. Santa Monica. Mm -hmm. Where Gary Vaynerchuk was speaking, and <laughs> we're both big fans. Thing. Like, um, go ahead. Amazing. Want, yeah, say more about it. I was so excited. I got the tickets. It was like buy one get one free. So me oh. and a friend were gonna go. Um, he actually happened to be like an ex-boyfriend. So at the time oh, okay. when I bought it, we were together. Oh, no. <laughs> so when it happened, I didn't know this. No, when it happened, we were no longer together, and I was actually in a new relationship already. But. I kind of thought he was still going to go because mm-hmm. he was yeah. also like as big of a, a fan. fan. And he didn't. So it ended up just being me, which is cool. And I had, um, what's that guy's name? Lewis House? Yeah, Lewis was, was there. right in front of me. Yeah, isn't that crazy? And unfortunately, he's so tall. He's I couldn't, super, see couldn't see Gary. So no. I ended up having to get up and go stand because I was like, I need to see the oh, man that's no. up there. But yeah, so that I mean, it was sucks. cool. But the funny thing is, I didn't know who he was at that time. Yeah, I, I didn't. I that now. night, I didn't. I didn't know who he was either. But and it was funny too. Is I think I was signed up on his email. But I was like, <laughs> I don't know and the girls around me were like, "Oh my god, it's take Lewis a picture!" House. And like, and they're taking yeah. pictures. And I was like, "I don't know who, anything." Who the fuck is this guy? I also met like another guy there. Um, he has a blog or whatever. And uh. but he was like, "Oh yeah, that house guy." And I'm thinking of that company, the house. 
How's? Yeah. And I didn't know. Uh, it was it's definitely not but Louis. After the fact, I was like, oh my god, I love this guy. Yeah. I just didn't know who, who he was. was. Yeah. yeah. That's happened to me. Louis, every time I meet Gary, Louis is always there. Which is I awesome. Like and you Lewis, can kind of tell that they have like a really a good like, bromance. Oh, they definitely do. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They have a bromance for sure. And uh, they're both really good dudes. But yeah, he was, I remember that he was there that night and someone mentioned that to me. So the guy who's sitting next to Dallas Hutchinson, okay. a lot of people that were there that night, it's, there's some kind of magic with it really. Cause a lot of us are connected after the fact. And a lot of us have done really dope shit. Dallas was one of the people that went to, that won the contest to go sit with Gary for a day. He told um, me because that contest was going on and we were there. I don't know if you remember that. Yeah, the I contest totally, was I going on. <laughs> yeah, I know I did. And Dallas said like stone cold was like, I'm going to, Gary was con- like, you, I'll put your, your resume at the head of the yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, I didn't. don't know if that ever happened. It didn't. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell that story. But Dallas <laughs> said, Dallas said, I'm, I'm going to win. Like, I'm going to go meet Gary. I'm like, dude, I'm you're so one of like a I'm so proud of him for saying like that. Yeah, he was super confident. And but I was that's, like, that's like what our vocabulary mm-hmm, needs to It's be. true. And I was like, mm, I don't you're think like, so, dude. No, not, dude yeah. not, not if I'm going to win. Right? Like, no, I didn't even look at it that way. I was just like, how are you so sure? And he was, and sure enough, a few weeks later, uh, there he was on the show. And I was like, what I'm the so fuck? proud of that guy. Yeah. Dallas Hutchison, look him up. He's, he's good right. people. Um, but yeah, that night I did I did get to do part of the Q&A. Uh, yeah, I was you did. You so did up. I remember watching you. I didn't know who <laughs> you were. That's so funny. But I totally watched you. <laughs> yeah, I, I was so fascinated. I was I was literally at Disneyland. It felt like oh, I was same so here. excited. Was that the first time you'd ever met Gary or been? Yes. To, yeah, that was the same yes. for me. I'd never met him before. And I made a bunch of either. friends like that were around yeah. me. Yeah. And it's so funny. Like probably one of my favorite moments was that at first I was like, oh man, he says he's really busy. He mm-hmm. has to be somewhere in like yeah. twenty minutes. Yeah. So I don't want to bother him. And we but all for, bothered him. But for whatever <laughs> reason, I was like, you know what? I'm not gonna get to see him again. So That's it. this is your one shot. So I just walked up. Mm-hmm. Little did I know there was a huge line, yeah. and I walked up to him, and the guy that I was sitting next to was really sweet. He was like, he was like, look, take my picture, and I'll take yours. I'm yeah. like, fuck okay, yeah. Hell yeah. But I didn't realize until after that whole little situation right. that there was actually a line. There was line. A, you cut the, I was the like, I did. Line. I just walked out. I was like, hello, Asshole. hello, Gary. Like, <laughs> you and I are buds, and that's my favorite picture. It's still my profile yep, picture. I've seen it. Like, yeah, I love and, it. I love it, and I tell people, oh, awesome. and not everyone knows who he is, which isn't that blows doesn't that kind of mind. blow your mind sometimes? I'm it like, does for me. All I do all day long is think about him, so I don't know what to tell people. How do you not? How do you not it's know? It's kind of like this that is. whole like, what would Jesus do? But it's what would Gary Vaynerchuk do? He would say, "Fuck you, shut up, just do it." Then work. Yeah. Stop asking questions. Yes. Just get up and do it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And so that was. I think that was a really cool evening. So what happened was, I I'm pretty sure what I did was I. I made my post on Instagram, and then I just went through the startup grind and Gary V post, and just found mm-hmm. everyone else that was there and commented and liked, and then me and you talked back and forth a little bit. Mm-hmm. I think shortly thereafter we're Facebook friends, mm-hmm. and then um, so we will. So we talked about Gary. There's a lot to say about Gary, yeah. but I am telling you guys how I know Becca. So then um, I think we only ever saw each other one other time after that, or am I incorrect? It was just the, the concert the that concert. we went to. Yeah. yeah, we went to a safety suit concert, which was really cool. I'd never seen them before, mm-hmm. and all the that concerts. Was a great concert. Yeah, and all the well, it wasn't even it wasn't even a concert. I guess I don't know. It's yeah. just a little hole in the wall bar. The, I looked it up today. Is the Troubadour is where it was, okay. and I feel like it's also in Santa Monica, definitely in L.A. area. Yeah, but mm-hmm. uh, we went to that, and then uh, yeah, because we... that's when I was still working in Pasadena. I just went okay. right from there. Yeah, that's right. You did. Yep. Yeah, that line was out the door. That was mm-hmm. around, around the block actually. We were standing in line. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so. 
I know Becca, um, and I just think it's very cool that we know each other initially only through social media. And connected through someone whose whole thing is social media, who's yeah. by Gary. So I like the fact that there's a lot of people that want to talk a lot of shit on social media. And I don't throw everything they say in the trash. Like, there are negatives, but there's negatives with everything. Mm-hmm. Everything, your your car is a negative, your your job, like, everything could be negative um, or used in a negative way, I should mm-hmm. say. And so right. I, I like to speak to that and say, like, this relationship wouldn't exist we're not for social media. Like, really, it's just or not Gary. possible. Or Gary. Oh, my God. Yeah, okay. I thought I was a fan, you guys. She's really a fan. So. I, I uh, might be, yeah. Super fan. No, it's great. I love it. I, know, I really am. Like, yeah. any, anyone I meet that, like, I met a friend yesterday, and he was telling me how he he would buy, he buys these really, like, vintage, like, 1990s type skateboards. They're brand new. They're oh, all, yeah. like, saran wrapped or that okay. plastic wrap. But... He buys them for like fifteen bucks, mm-hmm. and then resells them for three hundred bucks. What? Because the guy that's selling them just needs to get rid of them, oh. and then people are like, "I want that." Wow. And I don't know, like, I think he buys them without the bearings and the wheels. Okay. And then he so adds he that. Them. Yeah, that's and cool. I'm like, and I was like, dude, first of all, that's brilliant. You yeah, and I need to be buds, and so we exchanged numbers, yeah. and we just talked about Gary V Hell all yeah. night. Yep. Yep. Not all night, but like for a couple hours. <laughs> for a while, yeah. No, that's and I and I definitely anytime that I'm trying to like I have a friend right now that's doing uh, she's working in the coffee industry, and I've I've told her I said you need to follow Gary and like pay attention and here's Tell a couple everybody. videos. Yeah, especially someone that's trying to do. If you're if I could say something, how to, do you explain him? Because um, people ask him like, oh my god, he does everything, and right? Then I it's, get so confused because I'm like, I don't know how where, do, where to start. Where do you start? I right. there's. I can't think of it exactly, but there's definitely a video. It depends on what they're... Really, I gauge it by what a person's doing. Like, what are you trying to do? Are you trying to be in business or are you just trying to, you know, be more educated about mm-hmm. the business? Or are you trying to build a business? It depends. But, like, and a lot of people are... That whole motivational vibe is very popular right now. So mm-hmm. if that's what they're into, then I'll find a more motivational piece from him. But usually I introduce them to him via a YouTube video or two. Mm-hmm. I'll show them my picture with him. Then that tells them I'm such a big deal. It's oh, great. yeah, of course. Um, but Everyone asks me, like, who's the guy who's in the your guy photo? In the and I was like, are you guys together? Or? Oh, my God. No, that is my idol. idol. <laughs> he is happily married with children. Mm-hmm. But I just, I love that picture. You have to. You have to. So... I think um, I think my favorite thing about mm-hmm. him is that he will say "fuck you," shut up, go go take care <laughs> yeah, of yourself. Yeah, go do yeah. Because when you're with your friends that yeah. love you and your mom and mm-hmm. and your buddies and your siblings are like, yeah, oh, it's, well, it's okay. okay, it's okay, it's okay that you failed or whatever. Yeah, but it's, it's okay, you suck. But you have to. But you have to like shut You have to weigh. You have to weigh that out though, because like he does right. have that persona and attitude, but like there's also are, loving. There's it's very loving, but it's also there are also times where you'll expect him to be really obtuse or rude to someone, and he just won't be. Like, when I stood up, and I said, he's just a very kind person. When I stood up and had that question, I stood up and I said, um, I said, I remember very well. Because I've watched, it's on YouTube. My question is on YouTube, yeah. If you go way to the end, you can find it. And I... I I need to lose weight again, but I was way fatter than I am right now. So it's hard to watch, but I watch it and I say... Uh, I don't know what I said to introduce myself, and I said, I'm nervous as fuck right now. And Gary was like, it's okay, we'll get through this. Like, what's your question? He was very patient. I asked him two questions. And right, very and patient. I love so that. I don't, so anyone, anyone that watches this podcast consistently, they probably know I'm a fan, and so they've already looked mm-hmm. him up or don't want to, and that's fine. But I don't want them to get look the wrong, I don't want them to get the wrong impression that, like, he's just going to, like, you're going to look him up and be like, oh, this guy's an asshole. Like, no, no. He can but, come across that way, right. but it's very... I think our society, one of our biggest problems, and we'll talk more about motivation later on, 
is that everyone wants to watch a motivational video or, man, what can I do to get started? Or, or like, you someone's going to be so sweet and kind and give you a trophy right. for showing up. Yeah, that. And then yeah. also, you know, we get, we get so, um, there's a million motivational videos on YouTube. Yeah. And you can get so engrossed in those that you never actually get anything done. Man, right. I'm super motivated. Well, I, what did I you do? I read every yeah. book there is. <laughs> I watch every podcast or listen to every exactly. podcast. I watch every video but and I read every book. But are you making money and are I'm you going to work? I'm not because no. I'm too busy I'm doing too busy research. consuming all this content. Right? So I think that is the truth that, that I'm hearing from you about Gary is like, he pulls all that out and says, yeah, that's all cool and He's fine. Like, yeah. But if you want to make money or not just make money, just fucking survive in America, you've got to get off your ass and do the work. Like, do something. Yeah. And, and I think that I love that because I feel like my personality, just like, like, what does he call it? He says like his genetic makeup. Yeah. Mine is that I will sit there and I will tell you, oh man, I read three books this week. <laughs> and then you'd be like, oh, okay, what's book what one you? about? And I'm yeah. like, oh, I don't know. Like, <laughs> I, I read all three of them. I don't know which one this came from, but this one's really great, which means clearly I'm consuming it not correctly, right? Right, right. Like, or, or I'm, I'm taking it in incorrectly. Mm -hmm. I am, um, a little story, but yeah. I was at um, Barnes & Noble, and I was in line buying books with my kids, and I was like, oh, man, I love that book. And it was like the tipping point, right? And this, mm, guy, yes. this guy in front of me had mm -hmm. it. And he's like, oh, man, what's it about? And then I was like, Fuck. <laughs> Oh, and I had that moment where you, you just, realize. you're like, I think I read two books that week and I clearly right. didn't, I'm not sure which one that book was, right? Yeah. And so you don't want to tell him something and it'd be, and then reading like, right. that like, woman that had no her. idea. Right. She was lying. She was trying to hit on me. But right. It was, I was legit. I was like, I love you that book. Blank, I own that book. I've read that book. <laughs> but you know, I think I learned after that, like that I really need to be mindful of not only reading the books or watching the podcast or, or, or sorry, listening to the podcast yeah. and watching the videos, but mm -hmm. I may be taking notes and yeah. then also Put them figuring out how do I implement this into my life? Yeah, how does it apply to me? Like, because if you're, like, and there's things that, you know, for watching and consuming content, like there's, um, there's, you know, what's called escapism and like, that's what you do with sports or movies and like, that's good. I think it has a place and it's important to have that like, non-realistic thing that's okay. not going to apply to anything but it's for your downtime or it's something you really enjoy i think that's that's important but mm -hmm. if all this content or you know again books podcasts everything if it becomes your escapism then you're just wasting more time right. so and i think that segues well into entrepreneurship and being an entrepreneur and or a freelancer what does that mean I want to talk about that a little bit because we both are by definition those things okay i do think that entrepreneur is a funny word because mm -hmm. if you're ever on, let's say, Tender or Plenty of Fish, or bundle. not even a Bumble. Or Bumble, I said Bundle. <laughs> bundle? That's a new, so have me download that one. I don't know about that one. Bumble, sorry. <laughs> bundle. So uh, if you're on Bundle or, uh, yeah, have another, have another drink. <laughs> if you're on a dating app, let's just leave it at that. How about that? If you're on a dating app or even you see and someone. Every guy on there says he's an entrepreneur. If he says he's an entrepreneur, let, this, let me just shout out the ladies really quick. If you're on a dating app or even if you're on Facebook. And someone and a guy has listed as his job entrepreneur, and that's all it says. It doesn't say entrepreneur at, and or it doesn't say at. yeah entrepreneur. Yeah, if it just says entrepreneur, he does not have a job. Most likely, I'm not going to say that for or that we as women assume yeah. <laughs> you don't have a job. You live with your mama, <laughs> rent free, and when she's out of town, you're going to invite us over. Yeah, that sounds about right, and you play a lot of video games. So I'm not trying to shit on entrepreneurs by saying no, that. It's just a comical side of it because really, right. people have used that 
that job description as right. a scapegoat to say, oh, well, I'm an entrepreneur. Oh, yeah. awesome. So well, I do everything. Well, what do you do? Oh, I do everything. Well, tell me one of your everythings. Yes. Well, yes. it's, uh, you know, uh, marketing stuff. Okay, cool. Where's your office at? Well, I don't really have one right now. I just work for my laptop at Starbucks. <laughs> and I don't get me wrong. Like, I respect the hustle. It's important. Right. But at right. some point, you have to have a job. So entrepreneurship is a, is a fickle thing, and a lot of people abuse the term. Right. No, no, but I get what you're saying. Like, like if we're not being specific about it, people really don't know. Don't know. Yeah. Or like when you're describing, like when people ask me, I'm like, oh, yeah, well, I do this, and then I do Do you do ever this. say you're an entrepreneur? Because I actually no, don't say, I say that. I say I'm a freelancer. Okay, all right. And then when they go, what do you do? But then do? you have specifics for what yes. you do as a yes. freelancer. Yeah, yeah. I don't even say entrepreneur, like because no, because I feel like what you said it's, it's been tarnished. It's that, really been tarnished. Is that the right yeah, it's word? it's two things. It's it's been tarnished by people. So if if you've met someone that's an entrepreneur and they're just a shitty person that doesn't have a job, then mm-hmm. and that's not to say entrepreneurs are shitty people right. that don't have jobs, right. but that does apply. All. No, I'm saying it, it. Yeah, we do. <laughs> we love you. Even the shitty people, we love you. So um, we when that. That, it goes two ways. It's either I'm an entrepreneur and they're like, oh, wow, like, you must have a Fortune 500 like, company. Right, right. And then you're like, oh, I just post on social media. Like, oh, well, that's nothing. Right. Or and it's like, I'm an entrepreneur. brand people and that's like yeah, exactly. such a like heart. Like, that's yeah. like a, how do we make money doing exactly. that? Exactly. And or you tell them you're an entrepreneur. Not just dating, but just in general. You tell someone you're an entrepreneur, entrepreneur and they're like, oh, okay, sure. That means they've run into someone that doesn't do anything, and right. that's their definition right. of an entrepreneur. So you would say you're more of a freelancer. Right. Tell me um, what, like, I know a little bit about what you do, but tell me more okay. about, uh, maybe about so, your art. Okay, yeah. so I do commissioned artwork. Okay. So um, right now I'm working on a baby shower. Um, I did one in December. Mm. Basically, you know, I think people get tired of the cheesy stuff we can buy at Party so, City. Okay, so what do you do? So you're doing a baby shower, but what is... Were you so, doing right, it? so like I think people get tired of the cheesy stuff. Oh, sorry, I interrupted your pitch. You're fine. God damn no, no, it. no, no, you're fine. You're fine. <laughs> you're fine. Um, and what happens is, like, I would like decoration at my shower uh-huh. that I can also put in the nursery. Oh, so I'm so cool. able to paint something that maybe is going to go over the crib or over the nice. dresser, the changing table, and what you know, like, and it's whatever the mom wants. Yeah. Or um, the one I did in December, she was more like, it's whatever you want. And oh, I was yeah. like, I know. I was like, well, tell me what colors. And yeah. I kind of got a color scheme going. What did you do for and it? So that one um, in December, it was the older daughter, who's three right now, mm-hmm. um, named the new baby that was in the mommy's Aww. belly, Bubbles. Okay. So everything was Bubbles related oh, to the baby cool. shower. I ended up buying um, little letters, like the wood letters. Yes. And uh-huh. Bubbles. I did like a ombre thing where I did like a like a kind of like a cream color yeah. gold, okay. and then I got those half pearl like um, beads, but they're yeah. like the so half. Stick them on. So I did that, and um, so that was by the the, the mimosa table, Very and then cool. um, after that. I'm sorry. Um, so then after that, I did a canvas. There, mm-hmm. I think it had like a quote, like where she sparkles and she's oh, bubbly, super cool. yeah. like like um, glitter or something. It was really cute. Yeah. And then, did you post it? I feel like I should have seen that you posted. Yeah, it. it's on my Instagram. Ouch! I'll have to go yeah. back and look at. Now I feel like an asshole. Man. I know. Fuck. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so are you? Do you have one commissioned currently? You were so saying? yeah. So now I'm working on one. Um, it's it's moon themed. Mm. The baby's name is gonna be Luna, and oh, so I'm perfect. able to. Um, There's a lot you can do with that, right? Yeah. I feel like. So the mom know. gave me a quote, so I okay. have that, but I'm able to play with the font, I'm sure. able to play with the color. The colors are silver and pink, and Ooh, I just, right yeah, now, I'm, I'm working out like some, I'm, if you guys are artists, you kind of get this, but 
spray paint is awesome as like a like like almost like a lubricant on your canvas which is okay. cool and it looks really pretty mm -hmm. but if you're drawing on top of it pencil pen yeah. doesn't go on to spray paint oh, so, shit. so that's something i'm kind of did like did you dealing learn that with the hard way i did with the last day of the shower so <laughs> oh, now i'm you. kind of now you know trying to play with it so, so yeah. you go do, so okay so um i am not an artist at all okay but I like to pretend that I am because I watch a lot of Bob Ross. Okay. So he likes to put a, a layer of paint over his canvas before he paints it. Yes, so that's like, a, like almost like thing. a primer. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, so like if I were just paint it with acrylic paint, yeah. I would do like a primer of white mm -hmm. and then do whatever I've done. Yeah. But I've had people like just like friends that actually spray painted like, like they spray painted a solid color and then they went over it with Sharpie and mm -hmm. did like a pretty thing. That's and I was really like, bad. Like it was awesome. Oh, okay. yeah. And then, so you tried which it. I liked it. So when I did it for my last shower, it was I learned the hard way because, like, I've done weddings before, like okay. where I've done other yeah. stuff, and I did this huge font. And something I used was um, like like what carbon paper. Yes. Mm -hmm. So like yeah. okay, so like carbon paper. So mm -hmm. I had written out the font because this was like three years ago before right. I had a printer and I right. You had all the cool so stuff. So instead of like just typing it out on the computer and knowing mm -hmm. what the letters were, I was able to, um, I just created the letters like, okay, well, if this is what an S looks like, uh, maybe this, the letter P will look oh, like wow. this. And we're back. Um, I think you all, if you don't know this by now, if you were a guest on the podcast, uh, means hopefully you watch the podcast still, but maybe not, I don't know. Maybe you had a bad experience. Uh, but if you were a guest or if you know me closely, um, you, is that a, that's not right. Know me closely. If you're a close friend, um, then you're aware that I filmed this on my cell phone, so I'm not hiding it at all. It is what it is. So what happened was, I don't know, I'm not out of storage on the thing, but, um, it just was like, nope, I'm done recording for right now. So this podcast made me like a whole lot of, and we're back, and we're back, and we're back. We'll see how it goes. But anyways, we are back. We can and just put sponsors in between that. There we go. Oh, see? Now I gotta start all. Hang on, I gotta start all over. Just kidding. So, um, so we're gonna move. Uh, we we were talking about what Becca does as far as her artwork, which is amazing. Um, let's plug your Instagram because I know you put it on there. Is it? Um, oh, mine. Um, yeah. Uh, Becca loves. Becca loves stone. All one word. Yes. B e c k a l o v e s t o n e. Okay. She wasn't ready for that. Cut her off. No, I was not. But check her out, um, uh, especially if you're in the the local what would we say Long Beach, Los Angeles area. Check her out um, if you need, LA uh, yeah, LA County area. Oh, wide swath there. Okay, so <laughs> yeah, if you need any work done, like what she was talking about, by all means, hit her up um, or hit me up, and I'll get in touch with her for you. Um, so we both do. Uh, we both have, I'd say, multiple jobs that we do, just um, between being parents and then you know side work and things like that. Mm -hmm. And so I want to talk about something that holds has held me back. I'm not a I'm saying that it's held you back, but it's held me back many times. And I think it holds a lot of us back, and that is, excuse me, there's two things. I didn't eat right before this podcast, but I feel like I did because it's all coming up. <laughs> um, fear and procrastination. And I'm a, I'm terrible perfectionism. at... Perfectionism. Yes, perfectionism. I think that's a word. I wrote it down, perfectionism. I think it's a word. So the three big things that I think for me, and if that's my perspective, but mm -hmm. if it happens for you too, then maybe this can be a helpful conversation for you. But fear, um, the fear of, of course, of failure and the fear of, like, getting I it wrong. I suck at this. Yeah, yeah, like, exactly. Like, people think I look stupid. Like, exactly. Like, how does this make me look? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so those are big. And those, and I don't want to come at those those fears and say they're not valid because they're very valid. You're they're a human. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, you're a human, and if they weren't valid, you wouldn't have them. In many cases, not in every case, but in those specific cases, they're very valid. So um, I think I haven't watched the whole video, and it's short, so I don't have an excuse. But um, I think Will Smith has something out right now, and it's been out for a few months, about just like failing forward. Okay. And I think I think it's important for us to understand that you know failure is a part. And I've written for a few clients, I've written some uh, Motivation Monday posts lately that talk about you know you're going to fail. Mm -hmm. Failure is a part of success. Um, actually, the quote from this week for a client was, it was a Seth MacFarlane quote of all people. I don't I know love that him. Is. Yes, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. so amazing Funny. singer, hilarious writer, uh, talented actor. I didn't even realize he sang. You don't? Okay, no, well, after this we're going like, to listen to he's like a voiceover, a lot of stuff. He's, he has a, a, a swing album, like a, a Michael Buble, Frank Sinatra. Oh, nice. Crazy good voice. And he has uh, at least one, maybe two Christmas albums. Terrific. Nice. Terrific. I didn't know this. Yeah, he's really good. So we'll have to I'll have to introduce you to that right. later. Um, so, but his quote was um, something in, in regards to uh, sometimes it's a hit and sometimes it's a miss. But I have the I have the same failure rate as everyone else. Mm -hmm. And this guy has multiple. I don't know if they're Emmy winning, but million gazillion dollar making yeah, shows on TV. Yeah, he would be TV. like an A list actor. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, definitely at least a, a producer or, or. I think yeah. I think to like us that are maybe not in, in the yeah. industry, mm -hmm. we don't see. You don't see all the failures. No, we don't. And that was what I talked about in, in a post for a client. I said, you know, you don't, those failures aren't front and center for you, but your failures and my failures are front and center for us. Like yeah. every day you're like waking every, up yeah. yeah, or you're going back. Like you don't want to launch out on this new thing because it's like, well, I failed this other thing. So I'll probably fail at this too. You know what? Maybe you will. And that's okay because your failure is a, all your failures are part of your success. And, and it's what do we learn from them, right? Yeah, exactly. So why do you think fear paralyzes us? Let me drink this first and then I'll tell you. <laughs> Take a big drink. Right? Maybe I'll tell you. I don't know. I think... Well, I like, think... Like, honestly, I feel like fear paralyzes me. Mm -hmm. I feel like it paralyzes a lot of people. I think it, it paralyzes us because it's not just... It's not just fear. It's fear of what? What are you afraid of? I'm afraid of this sucks. Yep. I'm not very good at this. Mm -hmm. People are making fun of me. Mm -hmm. That's I'm all... not bringing value right. to, I guess, my readers yeah. or my viewers. And I think that's historical fear is how I would categorize it. It's happened to you before, mm -hmm. and it's mm -hmm. happened to you before. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I'm not, not just saying way. you. That's a good way to say it's it. Not just saying you. Me too. It's happened to us before, and it's not just happened to us before. It's happened to us a lot. And in some instances, it's happened in what I would call a visceral manner where it was just right in your face like people were being rude like you just said right. they're they making fun of you or whatever yeah. like that is something that once it's happened to you they're laughing at us instead of with, with us. us yeah that'd be nice right to with us not at us but i think that's the reason that the fear cripples you is because this happened to you before mm -hmm. and it happened to you more than once and it feels painful and guess what your fears are, are the fears that stem from failure generally your failures outweigh your successes by volume Mm -hmm. Meaning you've had more failure than you've had success. Mm -hmm. um, there's a, and I mean, you look at James Corden, he's a late night host. He's at the mm -hmm. top, right? Mm -hmm. But there's a segment of his show. That, he has the accent? Yeah, he's yeah, a British yeah, fellow. Okay, yeah. Yeah, 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 I know um, he is. He does the carpool karaoke. That's exactly yeah, what I'm getting yeah. to. So carpool karaoke is just one of a gazillion ideas that he spitballed. Mm -hmm. 
uh-huh. for bits on the show. Okay. Now, Carpool Karaoke went nuts. That's crazy vibe. Right, it's And it doesn't hurt that you get Beyonce in your car and right. Adele in your right. car. Like, that's Demi definitely... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It helps that you have these, these A-list yeah. singers. But the fact is that could have tanked as well. And a lot of other ideas did tank and aren't, aren't funny. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it's important uh, when it comes to defining that fear... You have to look at it and really, you have to, I mean, you have to sit with it because it's keeping you from doing what you need to do. So I right. think I have a lot of fear about a lot of things, but letting it cripple and paralyze you is just, it's so detrimental and you know it is and you don't right. want it to. And you're not right. sitting there saying, this is terrific. I love that this fear has paralyzed me. Oh my gosh. This is the this best feeling uncomfortable ever. is like. The best feeling in the world. Mm-hmm. Actually, I had a life coach a, lo- a while back yeah. where he, his, I think his website's in the middle seat and it's basically like, nobody wants the middle seat. And he's like, but he chooses the middle seat for that reason. Like, he's like, nobody wants to see, so I'm just going to take it and handle it. And I think it was like a really good way to, 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 I guess like for his That's a good visualization, yeah. It's a great visualization. And I think, I think a lot of... The end or the window. Exactly. And I think a lot of our fear comes, a lot of our fear and you're already saying it, I want to word it a different way or, or speak more to it, our fear is a fear of discomfort. Mm-hmm. Because what we know, and I've been in situations, I won't go into detail on all of them, but I've been in situations before for years where I thought, this isn't comfortable and I don't like it, but the unknown, I, I don't know. Is that going to be more uncomfortable? Is it going to be worse? What is it? Sometimes so for, it's, it's, so it feels safer to stay to with stay what you discomfort. know. Yeah, no, no, would, to stay with the, what, what you, you know. know. Like, it's kind of like why we stay at jobs that mm-hmm. aren't fulfilling us mm-hmm. because we're like, but what if I go somewhere else and I don't like it? Exactly, or, exactly. you know. Yeah, and and that that's definitely what I want to speak to as far as we're afraid of some, some sort of discomfort. And I understand that. I, I um, you know, identify with that because I've been there, whether it's work or relationships or what have you, like... There's a fear of that discomfort, and even even though where you're at right now is very uncomfortable, you don't want to look at that and say, ah, but I'm not happy here. Nah, it's okay, I'll, I'll be fine, it's another day, it's another mm-hmm. situation, it's another instance, it's if another I whatever. If today out, tomorrow will be better. There you go, exactly, exactly. So, um, you know, what paral- the fear that paralyzes us comes from a past of failures, but if you look at your past, and I don't... I don't think I can say this for everyone across the board, but I would be surprised to find that there's anyone that can look at their past and say, it's all failures. Or it's, it's not all perfect. Right. Either Yeah, either or. That's a good point. I like the other side of that coin. So you can't look like, at your past. I'm and, a rock star and everything in my life yeah, has been so easy and perfect. Yeah, yeah. And people that are at the top, we don't want to believe them because we're like, well, you got a gazillion dollars. You can say whatever you want. Right. But and people that, that are... like, I think that's like something really important for us to do is like... We only see where they're successful. Mm-hmm. We didn't see where they started in the 90s. Yep. Or, like, I was watching an old show recently, and I'm like, huh, is this where she got her start? On the shitty because show? Because now she's, like, an A-list <laughs> yeah, actor. Yeah, she's a big deal. And I'm like, I didn't know she was on nope. this, like, old show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, like, I think that, like, I just, I guess, I don't know. Like, I, I feel like it's easy for us to compare. Like, it's so easy for us to compare ourselves to these people that are successful and we always lose 
Yeah. We always lose because we know yeah. everything about You're never us gonna and stack we don't up. we don't know. You don't like know their negatives. You don't know about their DUIs and all their failed businesses or like just and bad things that happened. Yeah, them. yeah, just terrible circumstances. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sorry, DUIs was a little strong. Huh? So, <laughs> That's but very specific. yeah, I, I unless you think about someone in particular. Uh, no, <laughs> um, but I, 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 I get what you're saying as far as the fear that cripples us, the fear that uh, paralyzes us, and again, I think it's because we're fixated on failure mm-hmm. instead of saying. Yeah, I failed a lot, but I also had some successes. So I'm gonna just go try this thing, and if it sucks, it sucks. Mm-hmm. But I, you gotta get out and try. You gotta get out and do. What's there's like a Albert Einstein quote where it's like oh, he man. learned like a hundred ways not or Edison. a thousand ways. Edison. Sorry. That's okay. Yes, 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 Same right. shit, different day. How how he learned a thousand yeah, a, ways not to, to make, make electricity, the light bulb. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sorry. No, no, no. That's fine. It's it's good. There you go. You failed. Oh, whatever. It doesn't matter. It doesn't. My because quote is wrong. No, no. But like, it's a great quote, and it, and and I I it actually I'm glad you mentioned it because it crossed my mind earlier, and then we got on a different subject, or maybe the phone died. I don't know. And that's what stopped me. But yeah, it's it's you know, there's all these ways to not be successful, but they are ways to be successful mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. you build on these failure, 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 failure. There's a success. Great. But if you, the other thing I think to, to, to be careful of, because I don't think that I've achieved a great amount of successes, but when I find a success, it's easy for those of you that aren't in that place where it's like, I'm crippled by fear or a failure is killing me, but you finally found some success in this lane. Nothing wrong with staying in that lane, okay? But there is something wrong with getting too comfortable and letting yourself plateau. Because if you or, stay here. Or like we get excited, but then we're thinking, yeah, but it's not as good as this guy. Totally, yeah, yeah, it's easy. Again, then that's another thing. It's easy to look at someone else's success, like you said either com- earlier, compare yourself to someone else or something else, and that is that's that is damaging to you. There was there was something, I can't remember who was the guest, but on the Unmistakable Creative, one of my favorite podcasts. Podcasts, okay. He was interviewing someone, and I, I'll look it up so you can do it mm-hmm. in your show notes, mm. but um, basically she said, like, because we're really good at maybe one thing, mm-hmm. we overlook it as something that we have to give to the world right because it's so easy to us mm-hmm. so it must not be that good it must okay. not be like something that we can thrive in because it's so easy to us uh, and i, I was see. like i was like that's your oh gift my, though like that's such a powerful thing because yeah. right like i mean i'm sure i'm i i have many different things that i do as a freelancer mm-hmm. and i'm really good at certain things right and it is easy to overlook it where I'm like, yeah, but that's, that's nothing. Like, right. you know what I mean? Like, I, that's not really harsh for me. Mm-hmm. And so it's easy for us to like, disregard it or almost discredit it. I guess yes, that's a better word. absolutely. Like, you know. Throw it to the side because I'm good at like, it, so it must not be that big a deal. It must not be that big a deal. Everyone's probably good at this. And you know, there's like, Everyone a... can draw. Everyone mm-hmm. can paint. By the way, we can't. <laughs> Let me just make that statement right now. I've tried. It's terrible. You should see. I'm sure it's amazing. Oh, it's not. <laughs> My kid has drawings over here that are way better. So I think that's another thing to talk about then because that's something that we've heard Gary talk about. And he talks about going all in on your strengths. Mm-hmm. So like, there, it's easy for us, like you're saying, to get caught up in, well... Yeah, I'm good at this, but it must not be that big a deal. Cause no, that's a huge deal. You're good at it. Keep doing that thing. Like stay after it, perfect it, work harder at it. Um, so yeah, so there's just kind of like trying to find that balance of I'm good at this thing and I want to perfect it, but there's all these other things that I want to try. Nothing wrong with trying those other things, but if you can find 
I think it's about finding a way to make that thing, and, and not not all of us are motivated by money, but I think a lot of us are in, in, in the U.S., mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. if you can find a way... good. Yeah, I'm, I'm a fan. <laughs> if you can find a way to make that thing you're good at make you money, mm-hmm. well, then you really won the lottery. Right. Yeah. Like, for me, and, and we were talking about this before we yeah. started the podcast, is um, if I can make money writing, that's what I would do. Mm-hmm. I love drawing. I love painting. But I spend so much time on these paintings that they should be a hundred thousand dollars. Right. Who's gonna pay me a hundred thousand dollars <laughs> for these paintings? But I spend so long, yeah, so many hours, you know, perfecting it. And sometimes I'll do it and it's done. And I'm like, I hate it and I will start <gasps> over. No, yes. Consistently. And I've been commissioned to do it, so I don't get paid to I make it a second time. time. I feel like but I've did done that that. you did a Star Wars one. I remember we, this was a while ago. I still have that. It's funny that you mentioned no that. So way. my nephew, it was before he saw the Star Wars, and this was two years this ago. This was in a December. while ago, yeah. Yeah, and I was doing, he was like, Kylo Ren, he's my favorite, favorite, yes. favorite. Yes, I remember. So he made me paint this thing, which is great, and I'm so thankful because that's kind of how I got started with my mm. art. Like, actually, like getting paid for it is that my niece and nephew were like, Hey, I want a princess, and yeah. I want a, this quote, and that's all I want. Like, or I want a pirate, right. and, and I want this on it, and like I want him to have a hook, and so I would just do that. That's well, awesome. he wanted me to paint Kylo Ren, mm-hmm. and so I was doing it, and I mean, like this painting was really great. I know, I saw it. It was getting really good, and then all of a sudden he sees the movie, and he comes home, and I'm at his house. He's like, <gasps> Kylo Ren, and he's in tears. <laughs> like, no, don't get me wrong. Like, he's a manly boy. Yes, but yes, yes. He was but it like, broke his heart. He, what happened? He killed. He killed Han Solo. And Spoiler I alert. It. Sorry, but it's been if they have, yeah, if they haven't you seen had, it yet. You had to have seen it, and if you haven't, go watch it right now because I'm very upset about it. My nephew was yeah. really upset about it. So that like, so now he so didn't then, want the painting so then anymore. He didn't want it. This is two years ago. But I shit you not. About a month ago, I was at his house, and he's like, "Are you ever gonna finish that?" Nah. I was okay, like, asshole. I was like, two two years ago. No. You need to stop. I just stopped. Wow. But so I there am is, gonna finish I it. I do kind of like. There's a. There's a. And I it actually, like, I wanted to. Like, sorry to. No, you're you, fine. But, no. But I was thinking, like, when I was starting the painting, I was like, I had already seen the movie, so mm. I knew he was a bad guy, and right. I was thinking, like. Sure? I'll just finish this, and then I'll also do a Han Solo. So <laughs> he gets both of them on his way. There you go. Yeah, that's a good idea. But isn't there a style of artwork where it is unfinished, kind of? I don't know. I've seen stuff like that. There's a guy named, you might be friends with him on Facebook, too, named Blake Jameson. Yes, yeah, he does the, the does spray amazing. painting stuff. Yes. He's really good. I like him. Yeah, He's I don't so know good. if he was at that thing, but that's how I got connected with him was through that startup grind event. Really? For sure, oh, he yes. must have been there. I think he was there. Oh, I'm or, so jealous yeah. I didn't know that. I didn't know that either. Yeah, but I remember had... my connection with him happened not long after that. Do you, um, do you know Amanda Cerny? No. Okay, so Amanda Cerny, she's like really big uh-huh. on Instagram. She probably started on Vine. Mm. Um, she's also like, um, she does a lot of stuff with Katya. I, I'm saying her name wrong. I don't know her <laughs> last name. But she did the awesome, like, it was um, Elsa versus Snow White. Oh, wow. Like, like rapping duel on oh. YouTube is phenomenal. Super cool, yeah. I've like, never you seen have it. to watch it. Your oh, daughter will love it. I'm sure she like, will. It's great. <laughs> but. He was doing what that's how I found him is that mm. on hers, on her Instagram yeah. live, he was doing a thing, and I was uh, like, Oh, okay. I love this because yeah, Blake's great. I love, like, I, I was telling you this earlier today is that I would love to learn. I think I was telling you, I would love Someone to learn to, to <laughs> I would love to learn to paint where it looks like I'm painting a 
like you can't tell if it's a photo like a photograph yeah. or if it's a painting. Yeah. And so that's a skill I have to teach myself because oh, yeah. I'm not traditionally trained. Right. Which means I take a little bit longer. So you're self taught. I'm self taught. That's yeah. super awesome. I love I love that shit. Um, I think another thing that holds us back and we'll move along to the next one, which mm -hmm. you mentioned it before. Um, but being a perfectionist, and we talked about this before the podcast, it's I think um, I didn't think of it this way until you framed it, and I was like, yeah, you know, you're right, because you said well, we were talking about the podcast, and you were asking me about the editing process, and mm -hmm. oh, oh no, it was you were asking me about having a guest on that's remote that's not here, and I was yes. like, oh well, I want it to be just right or whatever, and I have been bugged by a lot of people, rightfully so, uh, to have a guest on that you know, that's, hey, I want to be on the podcast, like oh, I love you, have you, where are you? I'm in South Dakota, like well, you can't come on yet. Cause I gotta figure out how to do remote having someone remote, and you said it doesn't have to be perfect, and I said no, no, it does. I'm a perfectionist, and and you weren't mean about it. You didn't say it this way, but really, <laughs> it's a cop out. It it is, and, in and many like, ways. I think like we were talking that if you're a perfectionist who has yet to like do anything, it's absolutely a cop out. Yes, absolutely, and and actually like I think we use it as an excuse mm -hmm. like. Um, I'm a perfectionist, so it's just not right. And basically what we're saying is if I don't finish this painting, if I don't then finish I never have to do anything this, else. this frame of writing right. that I'm doing, if I don't finish this book, then I can't fail. Then I don't suck ah, at that's writing. A good point. Yeah. I don't suck at painting. I don't yeah. suck at drawing because I haven't finished it, so it's still up there. Well, let me tell you, <laughs> I have 500,000 paintings yeah. and writings and everything that I have actually... Well, I haven't failed at them because I haven't finished them, mm -hmm. which is absolute bullshit. And but as it, a parent, yeah, we need to know that our children are going to become us. Right. So every time we choose, it's cool. I I haven't oh, failed at it. Yeah. Our kids gonna do the same thing, yeah. and we are gonna be frustrated. Mm -hmm. We're not gonna be able to get through them because they didn't see us actually yeah. go over that hump. And, you know, like and win or up, lose. Yeah, we're going yeah. up the mountain, and we're teaching them like we just. We're going to stay right here. Stay. Not quite top out. We're not going to get We're just going to stay right, <laughs> right here. We haven't failed. We're just going to hold on. <laughs> We're fine. Which is bullshit. Yeah, like, we want is. our kids to exceed us. We mm -hmm. want our children to be so much more successful than we are. Hell yeah, I do And want we that. want them to know that we believe in them. But mm -hmm. how our words are not what they see, are, it's yep. what we're doing. It's yep. how we're framing things, how, how our vocabulary vocabulary yeah. is and and that is so important and that that's kind of like what keeps me going is yeah. that I have to remember like my kids gonna be 15 in a mm -hmm. week um, my youngest daughter is gonna be 13 that's my baby yeah. <laughs> and you know they are already molded into these right these people yep. that are going to be grown-ups in five years my youngest one <laughs> my oldest one's gonna be a grown-up in yeah. three yeah I'm like <laughs> what? what do I do when what? you're 18? Yeah. <clears throat> Beats me. So, um, but I, I like that. You know, being a perfectionist is, and almost, you could almost say that is its own, being a perfectionist if you let it, and I'm not saying, I'm not trying to throw that out completely, like, I'm saying like, you can be a perfectionist and still get work done. Yes. But if your claim is, I'm a perfectionist, so I just can't get anything done, then you're not a perfectionist, you're more of a procrastinator, and right. really... You're failing. And if you're not finishing it, you're failing And you're at staying it. stuck. And you're yeah. choosing to be there. That's a form of failure. And that's where accountability comes mm -hmm. in. Like, yeah. Like your your friends, your yep. your family, your sister, your brother. Hey. Someone. I need you to hold me accountable. Right. Tomorrow, I want to run three miles. Right. So, check in on me and make sure I did it. And mm -hmm. if I didn't, check in on me again like right. in the afternoon. Right. 
That's good. Yeah, and whether it's you know athleticism or whether it's finishing a project, whatever it is, like I've definitely found myself in places where you know I realized you know I'm not I'm not I'm not getting this done on time. Like I'm consistently behind, and that's actually a state that I found myself in a lot lately, where I'll go throughout the day and I'll do other things, or I'll be like, you know what? You're avoiding. I need a yeah. I need a vacuum. Uh, I can wait. Like mm-hmm. I'm a bachelor. There's not that much shit to vacuum. So like, there's other things I put in the way. Like I'll make. I won't make a list. Um, like an actual list. This is a confession right now. I, this Jameson's going right to my head or something. I don't know. <laughs> but like, I won't make a list. But like, I'll realize, Stuart, you're doing five or ten things. You're gonna get to 10 p.m. tonight, and guess what? That thing that you really don't want to do. You still have to do it. It's mm-hmm. still due tomorrow. It's not helping you to do all these other things. Mm-hmm. They, You can get them done, yes, but they're not time sensitive. Mm-hmm. So I've definitely found myself in that. So I, I want to speak to that to, so people understand that I'm not just trying to shit on you guys. I'm saying I'm a part of that crowd from time to time, and it's frustrating. It's very frustrating. Mm-hmm. Um, and like as I'm talking through it right now, I don't really have a great solution for like, here's how you get through it or here's how you make it better. It's just you have to do the thing Right. You just have to do it. So, so I think, like, for me, like, the best way that I've found yeah. to get through stuff like that is, and again, I, I still have a problem with it. I still am a victim of procrastination, yeah. all that, is that, um, and I, I was telling you earlier, um, uh, when I was, I don't remember how old I was, maybe 25, 27, mm-hmm. somewhere around there, I was um, in a group called The Inner Circle with Sensify, Jacob okay. Sokol. If you don't know who he is, look him up. It's Sensify. It's S-E-N-P-H. I? <laughs> Why? Why? Okay. I, I was like, oh, crap. I can't spell uh... .com. It is a made-up word. He took, like, one word and another word and okay. put them together. Um, basically, a few years back, he was, um, I was still working in Pasadena. He had this inner circle, and every week it would be a phone call, so a live hmm. phone call. Cool. Where everyone was actually on their phone nice. and listening, but he was recording it, and so I would get it the next day because I was always at work, right, so I wasn't right. able to be on the phone call, mm-hmm. but I was able to listen it was to like it. Like a Q and A kind of and thing. It was, yeah, but it was more like a, hey, this is what I'm dealing with. Like, um, I hate my job, or um, I'm having a hard time with my mother, mm, and I'm doing this. Whatever it is, yeah. And I think the best part about it was that I was able to. Oh. I'm not the it's only not one just that me. Yeah. It's not just me. Yeah, that's a beautiful thing. It's not thing. just me that I'm making good money, right. I'm making decent money, but why am I not happy? Mm-hmm. Or this isn't what I thought I'd be doing right. with my life at this time. And I think that was so great to... I think there's a lot of power in understanding that it's not just you. And that's why I think it was like one of like... It was the first time that I was given permission to be yeah. myself. Yeah. Because before that, I would tell you, oh, you know me. There's something wrong with me. No big deal. But this is who I am. Is, I'm yeah, sorry. This is just what and it is. And I would apologize for being consistently yourself. for being mm-hmm. myself. And then I found this community and I was like, wait, whoa, hold up. <laughs> There's other people that are fucked up too. <laughs> I don't have to apologize anymore. Yeah. There's nothing wrong mm-hmm. with me. Yep. And I, I remember thinking everything, all that weight I carried from middle school, yeah. high school, yep. college. I was like, wait, wait. You're saying I am completely normal. Mm-hmm. Like, I would go through life where I was talking and talking, and I was explaining something, and then people would be like, that's nice. And I was like, what? Like, that's not how you would that's respond to what I just said. No. Or, or what do you, you don't, you don't have anything to say about yeah, that? Yeah, exactly. Like, and I remember it, 
crushed that me. That really, yeah. Because yeah. it would be my closest friends. It would be my family. It would. Yeah. It was interesting. And then I found this community, and I was like, wait. You are my people. <laughs> I can't see any of you. Yeah. I don't get to be around you. Yep. Everyone's all over the place. Right. Like all over the world. But you had that connection. And I had it. And I, oh my God, it was phenomenal. Like, that will always be the turning point of my life where that's I awesome. was like allowed to be myself. Yeah. And I think that's, you know, I've raised my daughters that way. Like, yep. you are. You're who it, you are. You and are entitled to speak your mind as long as you're coming from a loving place. Yes. Your opinion matters. And I think it's important for people, to, for us to all understand that your narrative is your own. Like, yeah. yes, there's outside things that happen, mm -hmm. and there's relationships, and there's failure, and there's frustration, and, and there's catastrophe, right? And there's death, and there's all those things. And so there's all these outside influences that are influencing you. I don't throw those away. Right. But you get to decide. There's a... Joe Rogan's just going to come up. It's going to happen. Mm -hmm. So he has a little bit about being the hero of your own story. And I love it. Because that's really what you are. Tell, tell and, me because I'm not familiar. And you, so this, we all look at, you know, the, the um, I'm trying to think of someone. I mean, John Wayne is who I think of. But like the riding off into the sunset kind of character. The, the Brad Pitt or the John Wayne or the whoever. And they are just, you know, this, you know, uh, even Dwayne Johnson. Whoever it is, like looking... Uh, at this person and saying like that's what I want to be and then setting this goal for yourself or not even setting the goal just thinking well I'll never be that like, or I'm never... like I'm going to follow exactly what he did so I could be like right. him and but that you, doesn't work that doesn't work because There's, that's not your life I don't know I think it's a book mm -hmm. I don't know if it's called The Hero's Journey okay but, I think it is yes that sounds but familiar. there's there's a book where you actually start to learn like the hero's journey is your own journey. If it is somebody else's journey, that's not yours. It's not yours. You can't replicate some, what right. someone else did. Like I'm because not. I would love to be where Dwayne Johnson is, action. but I'm not going to get in the WWE ring. That's just a terrible mm -hmm. idea for me. It's not going to work out. Mm -hmm. So yes, is Dwayne Johnson the Rock, right? Yes. Okay. Uh -huh. Yeah. Exactly. We did wrestling before he did. He did. Right. Right. Football, that's how we but, yeah. Before. So the 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 bit from Joe is we what we look at is we look at this person on this pedestal like we talked about earlier, mm -hmm. and they just. They're amazing. They're incredible. Whoever it is, man, woman, you know, entrepreneur, business mm -hmm. person, actor, Gary Vaynerchuk. I Gary just want to grow up yeah. to be just like you. <laughs> exactly. There you go. Exactly. <laughs> but the truth is, but we'll never share that with him. <laughs> right. Yeah. Don't tell him. There's a guy. So I'll go back to Joe. But there's a guy that I I really respected a lot growing up, um, playing basketball. I grew up playing a lot of basketball. His name is Allen Iverson, and I respected him because he's super short and he and he was a hustled like a motherfucker. I'm just mm -hmm. very like, I was very impressed by the, his spirit. Not just his talent. And he had a quote, and other people have quoted probably before him, but, you know, everyone knows who Michael Jordan is, and right. people knew who Kobe Bryant was. Mm -hmm. And I think the quote from Iverson was something like, I am not trying to be the next Michael Jordan. I'm not trying to be the next Kobe Bryant. I'm trying to be Allen Iverson. And you have to understand that that's, you are you. Right. And you're unique, and you're so, fucking amazing. And, and you're, the only thing we can do is be better Becca yeah. Today than I was yesterday. Exactly. Better Stewart today. That transitions than you were well yesterday. to what uh, Joe had said in his, and I'm just ripping off his content, but he had said, like. Or you're referencing it. Reference, yeah, that sounds so much better. Maybe I will edit that part. Um, <laughs> I'm referencing Joe's content here. But Joe says, like, we look at these people and how amazing they are, and we don't see all their failures and shortcomings. And then we look at ourselves, and we think, Oh, I did that thing when I was drunk, or oh, I sent that text that I shouldn't have, or oh, I was a dick to that person I shouldn't have been, and instead or, of... Or I worded it incorrectly, and I hope that they know that I meant it yes. in a positive yes. way, and then not you in a negative stress way. about that. Yep. And so, 
you look at all these negatives and you let them pile up. But the beautiful thing about the end of that quote from Joe is you're not those things. You're Becca who's sitting right here right now. That's it. Like you're here in this moment. That's you. That's everything. You're not. And me, I'm Stuart. I'm here right now. What I'm doing. I'm not my past mistakes and my past failures and all the things I did in the past that I'm ashamed of because there's plenty of them. Mm-hmm. I'm not those things. I'm a person mm-hmm. who can do better, who can do different, who can do amazing things. But we so often like to fixate on our failures and the, and, and, and the things that we don't like about ourselves. Mm-hmm. And it's, why? Well, because number one, it's easy. And number two, you think about the negative. It's almost the, comfortable. It's like it is. familiar. It's easy to just wallow in that shit. Mm-hmm. And you think about negativity and how it affects our lives or how we allow it to affect our lives. If you go to a restaurant and you have a poor experience, you're going to leave a bad review. Even if it wasn't that bad, you're going to leave a bad review. If you go to a restaurant and you have a great experience and the food's delicious and the wait staff is terrific and the live music is amazing, you might leave a good review. Maybe. But mm-hmm. that's how we are as humanity. We fixate on the negative, and we do that to ourselves. And so as we continue to fixate on the negative, we just drive ourselves further and further down mm-hmm. where we could be saying, yeah, you know what? I fucked up or I did that wrong, but now I get to move forward, and now I get to, it's a new day. Um, it's a, it's a, it's this, this, someone could call this lame. I don't care. I grew up on Anne of Green Gables. I loved that movie as a child. I okay. still like it. Yeah, you don't know what it is, no. and that's okay. But I've heard it. I've heard like Rebecca Sunnybrook Farm. But yes, I don't know yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I think that's. I think there's some similarities there. I don't know, but she has a quote, and she's and it's, I don't know it exactly, but she says something to the effect of every day is a new day. It's brand new with no mistakes in it, and I can't say that's true across the board because you could make a mistake yesterday that will definitely affect you tomorrow. No, but but, but I, it's a good way but, to look at life, like. Mm-hmm. It's a new chance. Like I woke up today and I get to do something different. Yes. Yeah. And I think these are all things, what we're talking through, they're all things that hold us back. And there's things that we all want to do and we're all capable of doing, but we allow those negative things that we did 10 years ago and 10 minutes ago to hold Mm -hmm. us back. And we've got to stop. You had actually written something lately that I saw. Or that you read to me that I want you you to read for for our viewers because it's really good. So she's a very talented writer um, and that's something that she's going to um, in the future and in the past she's done but she's gonna that's kind of something that she really wants to do and she's really good at it I do um, and she's and, and it's I think it it's a lot of fear it's a lot of yeah. am I good enough what are people gonna think mm-hmm. of this and um, yeah like how will people judge you for yeah what like yeah. like does this make sense and is this really valuable to right. people and I think that yeah like I, I've written a lot of stuff and um, back to the whole failure thing, like yeah. maybe those stories I've written, the fictional stuff, I yeah. haven't finished them, which means I haven't failed. Yeah, there you go. Which yeah. is like the biggest thing because you're like, okay, but I'm all, I have also haven't grown. Right. And I also haven't like, you know, if I write and post something today, you know, I'm gonna get some negative feedback because that's just what people do, mm-hmm. and then I'm gonna learn, you know, maybe, maybe I was a little bit too aggressive in yeah. that or too judgmental or that kind of stuff but um like what we were talking about or what he's talking about Mm -hmm. is i wrote this to a friend years ago actually and i happened to have it in my text messages read it it slowly no no, you don't have to read this instantly read it slowly when you do because this is really i need you to send this to copy and send this to me later because this is really good you guys really uh, thank you. I You're appreciate welcome. that. It's um, true. So basically, I, I was talking to a friend of mine. This was about three years ago, and we both, like, I love to write, he loves to write. Mm-hmm. And 
I was trying to encourage him and so this is what I wrote him and um, so I'll just read it um, so it's so I wrote if your ultimate goal is to be a writer your ideal daily ritual needs to be to write a post seven days a week rule number one let go of how it makes you look and ask yourself how can I serve inspire motivate etc my readers make it all about them it takes the pressure off rule number two no one is reading your posts so I'm sorry but you have to remind yourself that it's not do or die this is the first step to becoming a real-life professional writer once you get that down hit me up for <laughs> I said hit me up for step two this is your one shot. You don't have to be perfect ever. You do not need to commit to having a, or you do need to commit to having a growth mindset. You do need to love yourself daily by writing daily. Do so you can grow. And then I was teasing him after, and I was <laughs> like, my first post on my website will be why I can't take my own advice. <laughs> and it's not that I can't, it's just that I'm clearly not. I like right at the end, like there's a lot there that's really good that I want to break down, but mm -hmm. I think the, one of the biggest thing, the biggest takeaway, and I'm glad, glad that you wrote it last, is do so you can grow. Yeah. Like you can't grow past right. where you are right now. You can't get better. You can't do more unless you do. Right. You have and to do. You're so right. And it, it's crazy because like we're like, man, I'm the same place I was last year. Like mm -hmm. this doesn't feel good. And it's because you were playing it safe. I do want to say this because this is something I've experienced in my own life and in business. There are times where you will grow unknowingly. It will happen. And I'm not saying this is across the board or this is something you need to look for or search for or try to do or be, mm -hmm. but you can grow without knowing it. Like it can happen where you can get better at things and you can get, for me, it's more clients or you can get, uh, you can become more skilled at something and it's, it's just happening because you're just doing, 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 doing all the time. And it, it gets really hectic, very hectic, mm -hmm. because you're just you're 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 like that dog trying to catch its tail like all day. I've been there, and I'm kind of there right now, where it's just I'm busy, 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 busy. But in all of that busyness, um, oh, there's a quote. Now I'm trying to remember it. There's a difference between being busy, looking being busy, productive. and being productive. Thank you. Yeah, I don't know who said that, but it's it's very uh -huh. true. But I, I actually used it a couple weeks ago for a client. But you know, being busy and being productive are two different things, and it's very easy or to busy. look. It's very easy to look busy and and or not actually. Or think you're being done. busy because you're researching for <laughs> ten hours, right. and then you're and then not you don't doing write anything it. or you don't act on it. So, but what I'm trying to get at is sometimes it is rare. But I want to encourage people that if you feel like you're just busy and you can barely catch up, use that barometer. Look where you were last year. Mm -hmm. If you're in the same place doing the same thing and you're making the same amount of money and you have the same level of success, then most likely you're just busy. You're not productive. Right. And, but if, and that's actually really important for you to consciously say, yeah. what can I do today that my future self five years from now, yeah. do something for that person yeah. because that person's going to be so excited that you've jumped from here yes. to there because yes. if you don't your future self's going to be angry <laughs> absolutely yeah and angry <laughs> and, and depressed and like man why am i still here right so or yeah like, why am it... i still in this relationship yeah. Yeah. or why am i like oh so i'm comfortable but why can't i have what i want and be happy right and be happy and mm -hmm. and i think that's so important even like job wise like yeah i loved my job i mm -hmm. was good yeah. at my job yeah and i would have never left 
but yep. the choice was made for me. Mm -hmm. And because that choice was made for me, now I'm a freelancer. Right. And I never in a million years would have said, <laughs> oh, peace out, guys, and yep. then gone to be a freelancer. Yeah. And I'm so much happier. Like, I'm happy so for much you. happier. That's awesome. yeah. Like, I'm not making the same money I used mm -hmm. to make. But if, I but if you're happy, so happy doing what you're doing, I wake up, I, you know, like I do my thing, yep. I take mm -hmm. my kids to school, yeah. I get to pick them up, yep. I get to be at everything. Yeah. And I would have never thought that. I would have thought, oh, well, I have to this be at work. This is just how it is. Yeah, cookie cutter life. And my and my kids, um, they were, they've been in private school since they were three. That's awesome. I literally was the parent that dropped them off at 630 and picked mm -hmm. them up at six. Yep. I have no idea what other parents do when they're there. Yeah. No idea. You can volunteer in class. What? How do you do that? Don't you have a job? Right? Like Lazy ass. Like, like what the? Like, must yeah. be nice. But honestly, like, and, and that's that's like a horrible way to look at it, but I didn't have that. That's your perspective, I didn't though. have that. Yeah. And now that I do, I'm like so thankful. I get to be Booster oh, yeah. Club co-president. Yeah. And I'm like, wait, that's a thing? Like, <laughs> like I get to do that? You can actually that? do like, that shit, yeah. Like, I'm the that's person terrific. that's available? Like, right. oh, yeah, yeah, I, I can do that. Yeah. Like, whatever you need, I got it. Yeah. And, and I love that I have that. And I never would have, I never would have left that have, job. Yeah, no, I would, you were going to stay there. And yeah. I would have stayed, and I would have still made the same thing I was making two years ago. Mm -hmm. You know, like commuting three hours a yep. day. It was a nightmare. I remember that. And yeah. I remember us talking just, about that. I, I couldn't see it in the beginning, and like, oh, like you never can. Like that. What is that? Like a uh, blessing in disguise. Yes, like, I was exactly. Like, like seriously, I was like, fuck that. Like mm -hmm. this is not a blessing. <laughs> this is a nightmare. We talked about it when you were going through it. I recall. And and it was a nightmare. Yeah. And now I'm like, wait, we're still alive. We're still eating. Mm -hmm. We're still getting new stuff. We're, okay. We're still being productive. My mm -hmm. kids are still progressing, and I'm like, oh, there's a <laughs> right. This is not a nightmare. This this is great, and and too like, and I'm offered jobs now, and I'm yeah. like, yeah. It's not that. It's just more like it, it's not worth the commute. Yeah. It's, it's not worth trying to get someone else or paying someone to kid. pick up my kids. Yeah, and then I'm you like, can do it yourself. Right, and wow. I'm like, you know, like I would love to get a full time job. But it has to be the right fit. It yeah. has to be the right pay. See, and that's, a, that's a, a beautiful place to be in. A lot of us aren't in that place where we can uh -huh. go out, not necessarily go out, but like have jobs offered to us and say, yeah, you know, it's just not a good fit. Like, man, and that's a, I think that's just a beautiful place for you to be in, for anyone to be in. Uh -huh. Not a lot of us are in that place where we can turn down work and be like, you know, I, I'd like it, but it's got to be worth my while, and this job is not worth my while. Like, right. what? Right. In 2018 in America, to be able to put yourself in a position where uh -huh. you can say that, that's fucking awesome. I'm right, and you, yeah. and again, I'm I'm very blessed, and, yeah. and again, this was not where I thought I'd be. No, right, no, like no, I thought I, I don't know, I would have probably been <laughs> at that there. firm. Like yeah. I, mm -hmm. I would not have, would not have been here. But sure. I'm glad that I am. Like I have so much freedom, yeah. and I have so much time to be with my kids. And yeah. you know, like when your kids turn teenagers, it it's. It starts to get scary as a parent. I don't want to think about it. I really don't. <laughs> it gets scary because you're like, yeah. oh shit! Like in three years, she's she's gonna leave me. Yeah, yeah. Like in five years, she's gone, yeah, and, and then I'm by myself, and 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 what am I gonna do? Mm. And it's like, and it's so close. Like I mean, literally on one hand, five years. Like she's That's gone. Crazy. That's and, crazy. And I just, but now I get to be there. I get I get to spend as much time with them as they want, and that's really nice. Hell yeah. Well, good for you. Yeah. So I want to talk a little bit more about, um, well, not more because we didn't really get into it. But when I first met you, we talked a lot about um, a business idea and some work that you were doing um, called Love Seeds. Yeah. And I want you to, and it's not just, 
And now, like, some of you might turn it off. I get it. Like, oh, we're going to talk about the business again. It's not a business so much as it is a concept of just being a loving person and how to propagate that love properly, I think. It's, that's how yeah. I would summarize it. So okay. I want you to, yes, the business, let's talk about that. But let's also, I want to hear from you on what's your motivation behind that? You know, mm-hmm. what was, you know, what got mm-hmm. you started on that thought process? And what is when, again, love seeds, uh, I don't, you know, most people don't know what that means. Like, what does it so, mean? Okay, so yeah. Love Seeds Daily, it's my website, uh-huh. but it is a spin on the marketing idea okay. of planting your seeds. Mm. So when I was really young, I was probably about 21, 22, I got my real estate license, and at the real estate agency I was working at. Isn't it crazy to be at an age where 21 is really young now? <laughs> I, I still love 21, right? I'm just uh, yeah, you do. I'm, I'm totally blind. <laughs> uh, but I, I was like, um, so they were teaching us about planting your seeds. So, yeah. you know, I'm sure you guys get the calendars, the notebooks from these real estate agents. And basically the point of that is that when you're looking to buy or sell, you're like, oh yeah, I got, I got that guy's number in my as junk an agent, drawer. As an agent, that's an investment. You're not yes. buying five right. calendars or two magnets. You're buying 5,000 and yes. 20,000. Yes. Yeah. And, and then you're hiring someone yeah. to go drop them off because... Mm-hmm. You know, like that would be forever. Like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, done. you wouldn't. You wouldn't sell any but, houses. But that's what you do, and mm-hmm. and it's it's interesting. So that's what I learned, and so love seeds is about planting love everywhere. So mm. when I'm at the Starbucks drive-through, mm-hmm. I want to pay for the guy behind me. Yeah. He doesn't know that, but I get to pay for him. Um, I'm at. A, I don't know, like at the Sprint store, right. and there's someone with a stroller. I hold the door open. Yeah. Just because, you know, or there's someone I behind have, me. And sorry, I, I want to interject. I'm sorry, because I have, like, a, a real-life instance that just happened with holding the door. Um, and it doesn't... Whoever's out there that was, oh, Stuart's to talk about himself. Like, Shut no, up. I'm just I saying. That's what it's like. No, no, I know, but I want to I make that statement. Anyway, so the it was really neat, because I was going into ARCO. I was going into a gas station, and this... Uh, this lady was coming up behind me, but it wasn't, you know, there's the distance where it's like, yeah, there's a distance where it's like, yeah, like if I hold the door open for you, now you got to hustle to get to the yes, door. Like yes, now you feel like you I've owe me that, yeah. or it's the same as like, if you're going and you're walking in front of traffic, like you better like be going quickly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I didn't want to do that to her and I honestly didn't even think about it, but I got through the door and I looked back and I'm like, I should have hold the, held the door. So I go back out and I hold the door and I'm Sometimes people don't give a shit, and that makes me mad. And I'll say, "You're welcome." Oh, <laughs> if, if someone doesn't say thank you, like "fuck you, man," I held the door for you. And it's not just women; it's just people in general. If I'm holding the door, I say thank you. That's another rant. But I held the door for her, and she wasn't just thanking me. She was like very appreciative, and she was, you know, um, I don't, I don't know how to describe her, but she, you know, she was just another person, another human being. I held the door for her. And she was super, super thankful. And I'm like, well, thank you so much. I'm used to, hey, thanks, or thank you, or nothing, and keep walking. It means a lot to her. Yeah. That's and so I was, nice. well, what? And she explained it to me, though. Because she said, hey, thanks so much. I'm like, yeah, it's no problem. I just held the door. She's like, no, you don't understand. That really means a lot. And I was like, okay, well, you're welcome. Like, I'm used to people not even saying anything. Right. So for you to just say thank you is great. Mm-hmm. She said, no, you really don't get it. I just came from, I don't know where she said she was coming from, but I just came from a place I was going into, and a guy, like, literally slammed the door in my face like an asshole. Oh. And she said, you just balanced the universe. And I was like, oh. well, fuck yeah. <laughs> I was I very proud that. of myself. But it was just a, a nice, real life. And, too, real you life, don't do it for that. You do right, it just because you you're you a nice do person. It, well, you, thank you. But, like, you do it because 
I don't know. I have a friend that's going to cover this on his podcast, so I don't want to get into it too much, my buddy Josh. But, you know, there's the... Um, you were in the middle of your thing. I'm sorry. I totally interrupted. No, no, you're fine. But there's this thing that we have where we think that, you know, doing good is good. It's good to be good, but, like, what, what difference does it make? The difference right, like that it, it, what is it in the grand scheme? Right, in the grand scheme, it just doesn't make that much difference, but mm-hmm. it does. And it, so I won't, really I won't get into the, my in-depth thought process behind that, but I just want to speak to that so, okay. a real-life instance where you're saying, like, hey, plant love, do good. Every once in a while when you're, when you're going throughout your day and you're doing those things, you'll find that actual, to me, that's a reward. Right. For someone to, to express that to me, mm-hmm. it's a huge reward. So I just want to say, like, sometimes that reward comes earlier, even on time, we might think, when they express to you, like, mm-hmm. hey, Thank you. That means a lot. Anyway, sorry. And, no, 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 no. That's fine. Yeah. Um, and that, that's kind of like where Love Seeds came from is mm-hmm. it's, you know, sometimes just smiling at someone yep. brightens their day yep. or, you know, just letting them go in front of you at mm-hmm. Walmart or, you know, Target, wherever you're at. Like, oh, it's fine. I, I, have, I have plenty of time. Yeah. I can do it. Yeah. Um, like a lady the other day just did that to me and I was like. That's my move. <laughs> right? Like I was gonna let you that go. Was me. But, like, <laughs> you took my I was, shit. I was gonna let you go, but right. it was it was really sweet and she's like, Girl, I'm so excited I'm here without my kids. <laughs> and I thought it was She's so, having a good day. And I was thought it was so cute. Hell I was yeah. like, You're so funny. Uh-huh. And I was like, You're gonna miss it because her baby was like eight. Oh. I was like, My girl's fifteen. Yeah. She's great. She acts her age about ten percent of the time. So 90% of the time, like, I'm just, my mind is blown. Yeah. And she's like, oh, girl, I have 32-year-old. I was like, whoa. Oh, so shit. You, so you totally know <laughs> you what know I'm talking about. You know both ends of the spectrum. So she does. And and I just remember thinking, like, she's like, but I'm enjoying this moment. Right. Because I'm about to go home. And I yep, was like, that's really It's not going to be the cute. same. And it's funny because, like, if you really, like, and your baby is actually three. She's, yeah, but, she, yeah, she just turned four a little while ago. But, yeah, it's so, but So she's little. Yeah, yeah, and, very and little. Remember, not 15. <laughs> no. I remember when my girls were little, I was like, oh my God, thank God she can tie her shoes. Thank God she can mm-hmm. change her clothes. And, think, and then all of a sudden I was like, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. They can do everything now. <laughs> they don't need me. Yeah. And that doesn't feel good. I don't want like to think, about, I don't want to think as, about that at all. As much as I think it's so important for us to be like, I am raising grown women. Right, right. To be yes, confident, yes. independent. That needs to be there. That thought process right? needs to be there. I'm sad because they don't need me and well, they're only 15 and 13. Oh. Right? Like, That's if she's hungry, tough. she can cook. Yep, she's good. If she um, needs to buy something at the store, she's like, just drive me, drop me off, I, I got it. And I'm like, right. you don't want what? me to stay with you? <laughs> or, or, oh, so, so you're, you're going to go to Knox Mary Farm, but you don't want me to go? Oh, cool. And, All and, right. it, and, it, and on one hand, I'm like, cool, no big deal. But inside, I'm like crying. You're just dying inside. I'm like, last year. You wanted to go with me. And now you don't give a fuck. <laughs> no, now you want to go with your friends. <laughs> but no, that's, that's the tough. thing. Is yeah. It's, it's kind of like, you know, like, that's, that's I don't know. That, that's important, though. It like, is. Sorry, I got off track. No, but totally, totally fine. Going back to love seeds. Yeah. Is, um, I guess, like, what I'm really focused on right now at this moment is self-love. It's okay. really easy for everyone, parents, single parents, mm-hmm. or married parents, yeah. to... Think, just go, 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 and just wear themselves out. Like, forget to shower, forget to eat, forget to to, to do whatever it is because they're so busy taking care of the parent or the kids, the kids. and stuff. Um, it's like the, the thing on the airplane. Ah. So when you're on the airplane, they're like, oh, you know, like, if we have hit turbulence and, and these masks drop down, you want to put it on yourself first. 
I was 25. I was going to Hawaii with my little babies. Uh, there were two. There were like three and five, and okay. I was like, I was like, fuck you. I'm putting on my daughter. <laughs> Take care like, of my kid. What the hell is wrong Asshole. with you? Why would I ever mm-hmm. put it on myself first? Now that I'm older, I understand. But 25, I was like, you're crazy. My kid is getting it. Absolutely. And now I get it because it's, you know, if I don't put it on me, then I'm not going to get it on them because I'm going to pass out before I get it on them. And would you say that speaks to a larger, like, yes, as a parent, that's that's a very, that's well, that's an easy thing to understand if, at some point. But right, for but, humanity, it works as well. If you're not taking care of yourself, right. how are you going to be able to be kind to other so, people? And that's what I'm saying is that, yeah. like, so I want to create a, a place for people to go to remind them that it's okay to run one mile today and then shower and then eat breakfast. Maybe say half a mile because I'm not. Or half a mile, okay. Half <laughs> how mile. about a quarter? Quarter, <laughs> whatever, whatever you got to do. Yeah. It's okay to do that all before your babies are woken up. Okay, And then okay, make them breakfast. Yeah. And it's important that we have these um, fundamentals every day because it's kind of like a, I think it's a no matter what list, right? Yeah. So I learned yeah. that from, uh, a, 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 we actually talked about this earlier, but um, Jacob Sokol with Sensofi. Okay, yeah. He, um created this thing where he was like my no matter what list my fundamentals Mm -hmm. every day and it was so important because it was like you're right like I will have a good day as long as I get these five things done right and I think that we forget and he's the only person I mean everyone's positive yeah everyone's like girl you know you got this which is great (laughs) yeah that's awesome but I need someone to actually specific method be specific Mm -hmm. how can I get this right well I think what can I do today to make me feel like I've accomplished something and I think that's the problem with the whole we're gonna talk about well we're gonna wrap up here in a little bit but like we're gonna talk about the whole motivation thing like I think there's a lot of motivational speakers, and, and, and I don't, I'm don't i not trying to shit on anyone, but people like... And they're all great. They're great, but people like Tony Robbins and Grant Cardone, guys like that, they're good at what they do, but it's macro. It's on the higher level. It's like, right. you know, this higher kind of like... I need to you know, know what's going to get me out I of need bed to know, today. Yeah, I need to know, the like you said, the like five things. I can't things. get out of bed. What is it that I need to be thinking, yep. telling myself right. to get out of bed? And the problem I have with a lot of motivational guys, I'm not saying it's Tony and Grant, but in some cases it is, is that... They'll give you the, the big speech and the exciting stuff and then the micro stuff they want to sell you. And that's bullshit as far as I'm concerned. So you know what's interesting? Yeah. There's a guy, God, what's his name? I think it's Jim Bunch. Okay. He used to work for Tony Robbins. Okay. And he, for, for years, like I want to say 10, 15 yeah. years, and he saw, he's like, I saw these people. They were at Tony Robbins for a whole mm-hmm. week, two weeks, whatever, and they were all excited and they were going right. to change their lives. Yeah. And you check in with them a month later, they did nothing. Yep. So Jim Bunch started this thing like where it was your environment. So your mm, apartment, yeah. your car, yeah. your office. You gotta change Making that. sure all of that was changed because there with Tony Robbins, you're on top of the world. Right. It's the and, atmosphere. And where I'm at, the hotel, like this yeah. is great. And it was it was phenomenal that's when a, I found that's him. That's a good concept because then when you go I think home it's called like the ultimate game of life. But okay. Jim Bunch, like look him up. I will. So but then when you go home then you're, re- you're back to where you you're started. reminded of every of your failures or how it's been and everything. And instead of making that change, mm-hmm. then then you go back to how it was before. So mm-hmm. I think that's a good thing to talk about as far as or to bring up at least as far as motivation and the fact that like it's not it is about self love and it is about fun. It's I think um, 
I think those things play role, like the motivational videos and music that helps you. But like, like you said, like finding something on the or a few things on the micro level that get you out of bed, that get you to do your job, that, that get that, you to get dressed, shower, yeah. and a motivational and that video is, like is not going to help you take a shower. Some people don't with struggle with that, right? Yeah. And some people don't struggle with that. Yeah, and that's people, fine. Good for them. Like I've had times where I'm like, yeah, really, like I'm not going to get out of bed no, today. No, it's not happening. And and that's sad, and and that's like. A whole like I guess it's a whole other story, but yeah, but like some it's, of it's us relevant. find ourselves in that. Mm-hmm. And what is it that I need to tell myself that's going to be like, yep. oh yeah, yeah, we let's just go do it. It's not yeah. a big deal. Just get it done. But sometimes we're in a place where it feels like so hard. Yeah, yeah, and then I think it's it's the the vulnerable vulnerability. Yes. That's whiskey's taking a toll. <laughs> the vulnerability in what you're saying is super powerful mm-hmm. for everyone that's going to see this to hear because it's important. It's very important to address that and to say, "Yeah, I've had days where I just I'm not getting out of bed today. It's not happening, you know." And and finding a or way. Like we work so hard during the week that we oh, do God, nothing on the weekends. The weekend, oh, that happens to me all the time. And I have shit so to do bad. on the weekends. Yeah, we it's have terrible. Tons of stuff to do. Yeah, we're like I'm going to do nothing. Yeah, and that that happens to me by default. Like. I'll tell myself, I got these 10 blogs to write, and I have this copy to do, and I'm going to do it all this weekend. And then I get to Sunday night, I'm like, I didn't do anything. And it wasn't even, even a conscious it. decision, though. It was more of, I, I just didn't do it. Like, I, my brain is so tired from running all week that I don't want to do anything else. Mm-hmm. So, boy, that's some good stuff. <laughs> but I do want to kind of wrap it up and, and bring it to a point of, um, I think that what I've, what I've come come into is you know listening yeah no we'll talk about everything else we're gonna talk about yeah no that's gonna be we are gonna talk about that we're gonna talk about that we're um i don't know how how long this lady can do a podcast for but we might have a couple different segments so i think the other thing we're gonna bring up on the on another segment but um what works for you and what works for me and what works for you is not all the same thing. No. So no, I think you have to pick those five fundamentals. You have, and you have on to your own. you have to find them. It's not yeah. so. I mean, yes, you have to pick them, but you have to find them first. But you have You've to, gotta, yeah, like try yeah. it out for a week. Yeah. Okay, and that didn't help me. Right. So try yeah. it out next week. So try it. Trial. And I'm trying to like bring it to that practical, which is what we needed. Mm-hmm. You know, bring it to that practical place. Like finding what works for you is a fucking process. It's not this. Oh. I found this video and I and watch it every day. And there's no and right or works. wrong. No. It is what works for you exactly. individually. Exactly. Because that's not going to work for yeah. me. I had, I've mentioned this before. Actually, when I was a pastor, I talked about this. System pastor. Um, I found, and I, I actually, now that I'm saying this, I'm like, damn it, Stuart, you need to start doing this again. <laughs> but like, I found little motivators. So it wasn't something big. It wasn't something crazy. But I would find, I would pick out things and say, okay, you know, it's October and going home for Christmas is not a little thing, but I go home to see my family every year at Christmas. So that's a motivator. So in November or October, I can say, man, in two months I get to go home and I'm excited. Or it could be a little thing. It could be – like I, I haven't used this in a while. I need to get back to it. But like I look forward to Fridays, not because it's payday or the end of the work week because I work on the weekends too. Fridays you get new music. So Spotify, if you use Spotify or whatever you use, Spotify has a playlist that plays through um, nice. new music from the artists that you follow or just new music in general. I look forward to Fridays for that. Nice. And I'm not saying like, oh, you know, I'm not trying to be up on my high horse about the fact that I work over the weekend. It's just that's not a big deal. 
new music dropping is not that big a deal. But finding something, but that's something that means it motivates something me. To you. Yeah, it means something to me and it motivates me. That's so exciting. Yeah, so finding those little things, they don't have to be big. It can be. Um, for me, when I was a lot fatter, it was food. I was like, man, I'm going to eat some pizza tonight or a hamburger or whatever. Like, finding things, I'm not saying that you should do that, but finding things to look forward to, even if it's something throughout your day. And that, that's not getting off the clock. That's when so-and-so gets to work and, you know, they're just a happy person and you're excited to see them. Like, like Gary Vee's Make Monday Your Bitch. Exactly. Make Monday Your Bitch. Exactly. Whatever it is. And some for some of us, like, there was a time I went through... There's a, uh, I'm sure I mentioned them before, there's a company that makes motivational videos. They're called Mulligan Brothers. Have you ever heard of them? Mm-mm. Oh, they're amazing. They do great. Yeah. What they do is they take movies and commercials, real high def stuff, and then they put, here we go, Tony Robbins or like Gary Vee or whatever behind it. And they're talking, and it's like really great orchestral music. So those three elements, high def video, really good orchestral uh, scores, and then someone motivational. Sometimes they even use like T.D. Jakes and Joel Osteen sometimes. Okay. But it's very, again, it's very motivational. So there was a video for me when I was really um, trying to lose the weight. There was a video called Make a Decision, and I don't even know who the guy was that narrated it, but man, the movie bits that they put in it, and it's only three minutes long. But I'd watch that on the treadmill every time I was on the treadmill. Nice. So that was a video that motivated me. So yeah. I, I know I kind of shit on that earlier, but... I think that whoever... I don't think you should. I think that you were letting us know that it's a different, like, motivational videos. There's so many now. Yeah, and it's, and it's not going to do like, everything for you. Through, like, what's going to talk to me, it's going to talk to you. Exactly, yeah. You know, and and that's, that's really good to notice that. It's like the whole hero's journey. Like, mm-hmm. whatever's this hero's journey, that's not mine. It's not mine. It's not Mine's going to be different, mm-hmm. and... Mine better look different because yep. I can't be following in this guy's footsteps or this no. girl's footsteps. No. And, like, yeah, like, I, I love that. And, and I I, get, I don't think that you were shitting on it. I think <laughs> you were just mentioning that we have so much of it now. Right, yeah, it's you're inundated. It is almost coming out of our ears. Yeah. And so there's so much. It's just, it's almost loud. And it, it's mm-hmm. not touching us, like, in our souls where we're like, oh, wait. Just stop everything. Yeah. I'm going to get off my ass right. and go do this thing now. Well, it's kind of like, I don't know, this is a weird comparison because I watch lots of violent movies, but it's kind of like violence in movies and, and even on the internet. We become very desensitized to it. Mm-hmm. Like that's a, I just I picked that out because that's an easy thing for, us mm-hmm. to, for everyone to identify mm-hmm. with. But that's the same thing with the motivational videos. There's just so many of them that it's hard to say, like, you could spend all day watching them and not get anything done. Right. So, anyways, what I'm trying to bring all this, the that's point. That's the easy part. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, pressing, pressing the play button on YouTube is not mm. difficult. Nope, that's awesome. Yeah. Like, oh, but I watched Gary Vee all day long. Yeah, I should be successful. Yeah, didn't do shit. So, I guess what I want to, the point I want to bring it to is we can't sit here, we can sit here and tell you, the, the watcher, the listener, that you can find motivation and that you can, you can do it and you can be better and you can go... Go go harder and be be amazing, but that's on you. And finding the motivation to get to that point, while we don't want to, I'm more than willing. If you were to message me and say, "Hey, dude, I just don't know where to start. Let's talk. I'll help you find out where to start." But I got to get to know you first. And you know who knows you better than I know you or anyone else does? You do. And so finding that motivation and figuring out what makes it work. That's something that you got to do some, like you said, you got to do some trial and error and you got to figure out, you, you know, what it is. You have to be honest with yourself, yeah. vulnerable with yes. yourself, remind yourself that if you're going to journal, nobody is going to read it yep. unless you share it with mm-hmm. them. And that's how you're going to figure out what you need today yeah, or tomorrow or this week mm-hmm. or 
to get through whatever situation you're yeah. in. And I think we've thrown a couple of things, micro things at you, whether it's motivational videos or I said finding something to look forward to. You know, your kids can motivate. There's a lot of things that can motivate you. So there's nothing wrong with trying a bunch of different things, even if it seems strange or weird. There are going to be things that are going to motivate you and you're going to be like, what is wrong with me? It's okay. Are you motivated? Is it harmful to you or someone right. else? No. Then do it. Then, then, be, then allow it to yes. motivate you. So yes. I guess we're going to wrap this uh, this episode up and just say uh, myself and Becca both and, and you know, say, say more if you want. But, um, you know, finding your motivation is not an overnight thing. Um, getting off your ass and getting the work done is really what it comes down to. But the more that you judge yourself and the more that you, um, the more that you, what's the word I'm looking for? Not micromanage, but the more that you just like look through yourself through that lens of negativity and say, man, I suck and I can't well, do it. And It's the whole comparing yourself. Like if yes. you compare yourself to Gary Vaynerchuk yeah. or, Or you just, know, you know, someone that's at the top, whoever right, it is. Whoever that is, you are always going to come off bad. You're going to come off short. You know everything about yourself. Yeah. yeah. And you don't know everything Think about, about him. No. You don't know about his failures. Yeah. Like, he'll probably tell us about it, but yeah. we just see the big stuff. Yeah, you see, see the, like the, the glitz cool and the, yeah, and the, and the flashing lights and all that. So, mm-hmm. I think, I think there's a balance. There's always balance. The balance is so beautiful, but it's so hard to find. Mm-hmm. So, I think the balance is finding out, you know, not, not beating yourself up for failing or for doing wrong or for fucking up yesterday. Find the balance between, okay, yesterday was a different day. Five minutes ago, that meeting was terrible, but I'm here and it's now and I need to move forward and do better. And if you need to, by the way, I'm I'm not trying to say you need to go from one to the other. I think that can be harmful to you. There's got to be a break in the middle where you reset. There's got to, you got to have that, that time, whether it's a week, whether it's a month, whether it's 20 minutes, you have to have that reset period. And I'm not saying that you, you can I think you can do without that reset period, but I think it's important for you to process what went wrong before you can go and try again. Right. Um, whether it's the same thing over again or whether it's something different. So, um, is there anything else you want to say to motivation? I don't want to cut you short. No, that's it. Okay. So we're, uh, that was a, that was a lot. That was our that was uh, our episode of Not Your Mother's Podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, if you need some artwork done and you're in the LA County area hit this woman up she does amazing work um and i hope that again i hope that this was helpful i hope that if you take anything from this it's that you need to love yourself and the fact that something's holding you back or you're lacking that motivation to get it's important to find how what makes you feel loved yeah that's good that's a good point yeah and um you know whatever point you're at don't beat yourself up You can get to the next level. You can get to that place you want to get to, but don't beat yourself up for being where you're at or for your past. Allow yourself to move past that and to do better and do everything in your power to find those things on that micro level Mm -hmm. that are going to help you get there. Just little building blocks. Okay, this will be like the third close. So um, thank you guys so much for watching. I'm super, super happy that you came along as always. I'm glad you got to meet Becca. Um, She will most likely be back again for another episode. So uh, tell me what you think of the new digs, my bullet, Rocky, and Superman poster. I'd love to hear your feedback on that. And uh, once again, thanks so much for watching.